Oh, the chair is going to get it tonight, Jesse. Oh, the chair is going to get it tonight. Hello and welcome to a, a somber episode of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the fool who was talking about playoffs today. <laughs> uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Oh, after seeing tonight's game, I hope we can just win a game, Jesse. Uh, of course, <laughs> this is my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Derek, we don't normally go live before a game ends. In fact, we have never yeah. done this before. Never. Not in the history but, of the podcast. But when your team is trailing 18 to 1 and the game is not over, but it's What's the ninth the inning. The you just go live. It was over. The a game long time has been ago. over for a while. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, there's some questions people want to know. Where is Corbin Carroll? And we want to know that same thing because obviously Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, not on the field tonight. Starting on the bump for the Diamondbacks was Tommy Henry, who had his worst outing in the majors. Unfortunately, uh, yes. Jacob Franklin says this was probably the least electric game I've ever watched. We went from arguably one of the most exciting regular season games we've ever seen on Monday to whatever the hell this was out there today. Uh, overall, the D-backs still win the uh, series. So we want, we want to accentuate the positives, right? This is the, what's sure. happening. What was happening uh, inside of that television set a few moments ago before I switched it over. I don't want to talk about that really, but I know we have to, uh, but let's talk about the fact that they did, uh, win this series and uh, honestly it was everything was was going swell before tonight i mean you know again the the it's not aggregate scoring uh these runs that they scored tonight tonight do not carry back over uh into the past or into tomorrow but very painful 18 to 1 loss we had a appearance of carson kelly currently on the mound that's not great uh it's, things are never good when carson kelly's on the mound for you but uh, yeah, we are very upset about Corbin Carroll not playing. Jesse, what were your thoughts on what we saw? Maybe not just in this game, because we don't want really uh revisit this too much, but in this series. Yeah, I mean, so real quick, I'll I'll address the Corbin Carroll thing. I, I fully expected Corbin Carroll not to play in this game a couple days ago. Uh, there's a lefty on the mound. They started him against a lefty on Monday, um, but with another lefty today. Um, and the fact that Mike Hazen said yesterday that uh, Corbin Carroll is probably not going to be like an everyday, everyday player for the Diamondbacks just by virtue of the fact that he's played a really long season. He's played the longest season of his career. It's been a really long year for him between the minors and now being called up to the majors. So he's probably going to get a day or maybe two days every week. And so it, it, I guess it sort of made sense for today to be that day. Um, but yeah, I mean, Derek, it's it's hard to argue uh, with the difference between the Diamondbacks with Corbin Carroll on the field uh, versus without him on the field. I know it's three games here, uh, but the Diamondbacks in those two games with Corbin Carroll uh, were a very, very different team uh, than without him. And obviously there's a number of other factors uh, at play here as well. Tommy Henry did not pitch well at all in this game. Uh, but there are some positives from the series, obviously. I mean, the Diamondbacks really played well in the first two games of the series. Zach Gallon's streak uh, is still alive at 34 and a third innings, which is absolutely remarkable. Um, so there are still some good things that happened this week at, at Chase Field so far. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's it's just hard. It's hard to think past what we saw out there today. I mean, 
again, we talked about Tommy Henry having a rough outing, uh, did not have a good night at all for this team. Four innings no. pitched, seven hits, seven earned runs, four walks, four strikeouts, right? But, but Jesse, the game is not seven to one. The game is 18 to one, right? So yeah. obviously Tommy Henry being in there and being more successful would have eaten up some some more innings, but this uh, enormous loss is not all on Henry's shoulders. The uh, Tonight we saw quite a few guys falter, and, including our big fellow Maranta. Uh, Kevin Ginkle gave up a run. Uh, Luis Frias, though, had a really rough outing in yeah. this game. And honestly, he was just completely ineffective. And the one thing I thought watching him give up six hits and seven earned runs in his two-thirds of inning of work is – like, isn't it a bit damaging to continue to leave him out there when he was struggling like he was? Like, I know you're trying to let a young guy at that point just, you know, go out there on the mound, kind of, you know, let that wound heal over and kind of scar up about how bad the night is and kind of get through it. But I feel like that was not a, a great situation to continue to leave him in. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I, I think his pitch count only got to like the low 20s. So uh, maybe it was more about pitch count than anything else in a game that the Diamondbacks sure. were probably going to lose at that point anyway. Um, but yeah, it was not it was not a great showing for Luis Frias. Uh, the I haven't checked over the last inning, so maybe this has changed. But the Phillies had 14 batted balls with an exit velocity of 100 miles per hour or higher. Uh, as of the eighth inning. So they've great. just been absolutely destroying yeah. the baseball throughout this game. And amazingly, Derek, they have not homered in this game. They have scored 18 runs against the Arizona Diamondbacks without a home run in this game, yeah. which is pretty remarkable. A lot of loaded bases tonight for the Phillies. Uh, Carson Kelly, surprisingly, is their most effective reliever in tonight's game. He pitched a uh, scoreless ninth inning. He just completed correct. a scoreless ninth inning. So there you go. I mean, what, what, what more can you want from, from the guy? Uh, but what I am concerned about is Joe Mantiply just a little bit. Jesse gave up another run tonight. Um, this was a guy that seemed untouchable for a period of time uh, during this yeah. year, during this year. Uh, and this came from our friends over at D-backs Facts on Twitter. They said Joe Mantiply before being named an all-star on July 10th had a 1.91 ERA. Since then, 4.26 ERA. Um, which is just flat out not good. And we've seen him kind yeah. of be ineffective in his last few appearances. So it's another blow to the Diamondbacks bullpen to just, again, tonight was one of those nights where nobody seemed to be able to go out there and just hold the game scoreless, especially in a game like this that has been, you know, was kind of out of reach early on. Uh, I, I joked about needing to get sh – uh, Shane and Jacob back out there in the hot dog. Uh, it's the see, only way. That's what I told. I know Jacob stole the hot dog costume. I know he's currently holding it for ransom in negotiations with <laughs> the Diamondbacks. He wants to be mustard now. So uh, I don't know. He's very upset about being ketchup. But Jacob, get in the goddamn costume and run around your house. I don't care what it takes. Dude, take one for the team. All right. Um, but we do have some positives here, right? And I don't want to just completely, uh, again, just discuss this game. This game is uh, hard to watch. Uh, you said the problem is Cooper Hummel, bro. No, I'm not going to take that. I think tonight Cooper Hummel had uh, a night where we should all commend him uh, for getting hit in the area that he got hit. 
seeing how much pain that man was in and seeing him stay in the game, right? Like there were options. Carson Kelly could have been out there catching. There's other things that they could have done. Uh, Let's not, let, let's not discredit the man on a not on a night where he got his uh uh, it, uh I don't want to say it. it seems cheap but I'll say is it was sort of a sort of a fitting analogy uh for the game as a whole though I mean yeah it, it was it was sort of off. a sort of a kick to the nuts of a game to the, the Diamondbacks as a you whole it. it was not uh it was not pretty I I said it I I just I went rubbing off on you it. in all the best ways uh but again the accentuating the positives around here in this series that was great for a couple of the guys including Obviously, Corbin Carroll uh, had a tremendous series, and we're going to talk about that. But Jake McCarthy uh, had himself a great series uh, and continues to be good. Honestly, Jake McCarthy is the guy that kind of makes this outfield situation complicated. Him and Stone Garrett are the players that didn't really factor into the long-term plans that have now been good enough for this team to have to consider them as part of the team and not to disregard them for Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, and Dalton Varsho or whoever we might see up uh, as 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 outfielder for this team. Yeah. McCarthy was great. Um, He continues to just absolutely destroy the baseball Um, as yeah. Stone stone Garrett did just ground into a double play. that scored a run. Yeah. These uh, these updates. Yep. Just got one down (laughs) 16 to go. Let's go baby. Um, If they do come back, Jesse, I feel like we have to do this show during the games until the rest of the season, right? That's what that means. <laughs> Anytime they're at a loss, we have to come in. Uh, yes, if the Diamondbacks have an 18-run inning here in the ninth with now the bases empty and two outs, we, promised it. we promised will it. forever, promised forever it. and ever right. do our post-series shows in the middle of well, the game. Yes. That's it. That's it. So, uh, But speaking of Jake McCarthy, he is our DraftKings king of the series. Uh, the man had two home runs, uh, 250. This, yeah, this three for 12 was of, as of 945 uh, Mountain Standard Time. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, how he's going to do in his final at bat or how he did in his final at bat. But uh, the two home runs uh, consecutive nights were big. He was uh, drove in the Diamondbacks uh, first run and what looked like was going to be their sole run. Uh, Three runs scored in this series and seven RBI for the young man. So just another outstanding series for Jake the Rake. And uh, I'm very excited to have him uh, complicate this situation for Tori Lovello. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. Um, But yeah, it does complicate things. I mean, if if Jake McCarthy had come back up and put up numbers like he did before, uh, Tori Lovello's job as a manager would be significantly easier right now. Um, But with how things Uh, have turned out, I mean, I mean, Jake McCarthy has has turned into arguably the brightest spot of the season for the D-backs, or at least one of the brightest spots of the season. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy has an OPS of near 800. I might be a little bit over 800 after the game today. And Christian Walker is the only other guy uh, with an OPS uh, in that neighborhood is, yes, the game is now is now officially over. OPS for Jake McCarthy, an 809 OPS for Christian Walker, and a 1.148 ER, uh, OPS for Stone Garrett. There you go. There you, there go. you go. He's the real. He's the real MVP he's, in these he's five the games MVP. he's gotten yeah. to play so far, right? <laughs> yeah, Jacob says seems the most inconsistent of the young hitters. Yeah, I mean, but I think the thing about McCarthy is is even when he's not hitting, he finds way to get on base. He finds ways to score. I think he I think Jacob's ways. talking about Varsho. 
he says, oh, am I the oh, only oh. one who isn't a huge oh, Varsho stan? Oh, okay. Seems the most inconsistent of young hitters, which is uh, which is a fair point. Varsho has had sure. his ups and downs this year, and he hasn't really shown much improvement over last year. Yeah, and I mean, that's really what you're looking for. Uh, and I, I think there was a lot of discussion tonight on Twitter about Varsho being back behind the plate, utilizing him there. Uh, they pretty much ruled that out. Tori Lovello yeah, said that. it's not going to happen. We see... If we see Varsho back there, it'll be a late game change. It'll be a uh, swat, you know, like a defensive change to maybe you know bring someone into the game and or or maybe a, an emergency catcher situation. Yeah, it's like an emergency. Yeah, yeah, he said uh, the door is pretty much closed on Varsho starting at catcher for the rest of the season. And I think you put it best, where it's not trying to take anything away from Varsho. Um, he is an average to possibly below average catcher, but seems to show that he can be an elite outfielder especially when he was out there early this season in center field yeah and we asked mike hazen about this yesterday as well um uh during the tory lovello um press conference the press conference about the fact that the team picked up his option for next year there were a few other questions thrown in there just sort of relating to the team in general and one of them was you know why what went into the decision to make dalton varsho uh, an outfielder rather than a catcher for this baseball team and mike hazen basically just said exactly that like look the guy has shown himself to be an elite defensive outfielder we want him to play outfield um, and it's hard to argue with that. I mean, if if you look at what scouts have written about Dalton Varsho's abilities behind the plate over the years, you know, there are scouts that who think he can play the position, uh, but there aren't really any scouts who think that Dalton Varsho can like really excel as a catcher that like that's really, you know, the ideal position for him long term, especially now that we've seen him in the outfield where he is extraordinarily good. I mean, Dalton Varsho. Um, had he not uh, moved around so much between center field and right field this year, he would probably be uh, a gold glove candidate. So he's been that good in the outfield this year for the Diamondbacks. And, um, you know, even though that doesn't necessarily align with the positional needs of the team right now, uh, I think that's just sort of where they have to go with him moving forward, just given the success that he's had. Well said. Well, again, shout out to Jake McCarthy, our DraftKings King of the Series. And if you haven't done so already, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The wait is over. NFL season is back, baby. Uh, here we go. Ready to launch. And uh, I got a DraftKings pick of the week for you just for the first game because they have a sweet offer on there to get down on. But you get ready for the NFL season with DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PHNX and you will get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. They don't have to win. They don't have to lose. It doesn't matter what happens to them. Uh, that's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you're new to DraftKings, I'm going to give you a tip on uh, where to find all the good options uh opt-ins that you can find where uh you might be able to get yourself a, a profit boost or other options on there that might uh entice you for a nice offer uh DraftKings is always doing that so you got to keep an eye out for those sometimes they email you about them sometimes they don't so uh, pull up your DraftKings Sportsbook app uh often and make sure you're checking out for all the amazing deals that they have to offer and speaking of amazing deals uh if you're looking to get to games not, not games like tonight, but, you know, like games more like Monday's game, I guess. We don't know when those – I mean, if I knew when those games were going to be, I would tell you 
but I would have the power to see the future and I wouldn't be doing this job anymore because I would be like a, a billionaire. But anyway, game time has you covered. They're going to make you feel like a billionaire by you saving up to 60% on last minute tickets, which is something uh, I'm pretty bad about myself. Sometimes Jesse, uh, I, I, I think that I'm going to get a better deal last minute and I don't, I, I end up paying triple the cost. So it's great for procrastinators like you and me out there that want to get down on tickets to sports concerts and shows uh, if you love phnx and you love sports you'll love game time the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below and you can buy your tickets to go watch corbin carroll and alec thomas play there was a good question and i mean i think jesse answered it the best obviously that was the reason why it was a matchup situation uh, diamondbacks don't match up well against lefties and corbin carroll definitely does not either so uh, even though he did have success in that first game, I think there is, you know, a uh, uh, desire here to use him sparingly. He just got here. They want to make sure that they don't completely burn him out. And like Jesse said, he's also had a long season. But with that being said, it's, it's very understandable for fans to be upset about uh, going to the ballpark and not getting to see Corbin Carroll. And I mean, yeah. I got, I got, I can't, I can't lie, Jesse. It's pretty exciting to me that the guy has kind of moved that fast um, in people's hearts. I guess you should say, I, uh, you know, like people already think of him as a superstar. That they are deflated if they go to watch a game and he is not in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, so yesterday the Diamondbacks and Phillies uh, attracted about sixteen thousand to Chase Field. Uh, today and Wednesday's game, the series finale, it was about um, thirteen thousand. Um, and so you're looking at the game 000. on Monday was eighteen thousand. So, so what I'm saying is like normally you'd expect to have a better attendance on Tuesday and Wednesday than when you would on Monday. And the fact that Mondays was fairly significantly higher makes me believe that the Diamondbacks probably got several thousand walk-ups on Monday just because Corbin Carroll was making his major league debut. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to say that like the reason that there weren't as many people there today, uh, you know, is because Corbin Carroll wasn't in the lineup. I, that wasn't announced until pretty soon before the game started. But there's a definitely a different feel with this baseball team, watching this baseball team when he's in the lineup versus when he's not in the lineup. And I think that's going to continue uh, through the through the end of the season. Right. Like people really are getting excited about this baseball team. And Corbin Carroll is a very, very big part of that. Um, so, you know, even though it's, it's sort of a, sort of a necessary thing based on what I said earlier, we're not going to see him, you know, seven days a week. I don't think that's realistic. Uh, but this is just going to be kind of how it is the rest of the way. As people are pointing out, it was also uh, ASU night and the $2 tickets were available on Monday. Sure. So there were, that's there also were true. A, there, there were quite a few weekend, uh, or reasons. And, uh, like Tyler there points out Tuesday, there were 70,000 plus at the weekend concert. You added an E in there. So I'm going to have to take away points for that, but you are smart <laughs> for everything else. You said uh, I was at the weekend concert. Well, one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I spent an entirely too much money on that. I probably should have gotten my ticket through game time. Um, if I'm being truthful about that, but, uh, Jesse, I want to know, because it's a topic that was, uh, uh, kind of discussed after you left after today's show, but, what is your favorite Corbin Carroll stat from his first two games? I'm going to give you ours so that you have a little bit of time to think about it. Uh, mine particularly 
was the amount of feet he covers per second. Mm. Knowing that he covers 30.6 feet per... Jesse, I don't think I cover 30.6 feet per minute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would be that'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty depressing. Sure <laughs> uh, Jacobs was that the fact that Corbin Carroll contributed to nine of the 25 runs that were scored by the D-backs in the first two games by either you know being being a run that scored or scoring or driving in a run. Um, mm. So what are what what is your stat? Uh, by the way, I was also scolded. For the way we treat Corbin Carroll, for talking about Corbin Carroll Day, uh, I, I was told by a Twitter user that we treat him like he's our special little boy, um, and he is. So, I mean, that's exactly <laughs> if that's how you think we're treating him, that's exactly how we are treating him. But uh, what, what's what's your favorite stat from his first two games? I mean, you guys, you, there's not that many stats that come out of a two game stretch, but I do have I do have one for you. So, Corbin Carroll was the first Diamondback ever to drive in five runs in his first two big league games. He had five RBIs in his first two big league games, which is pretty wild. If you think about it, every single hit that Corbin Carroll has so far in his big league career, um, there's three of them. All three of them were RBI hits, right? There was a two-run double. That was his first hit. There was an RBI single uh, in the game yesterday. Early on, that was his second hit. And then, uh, his game toward the end of last night's game was a double off the center field wall uh, that drove in two more runs. So uh, the guy has come through in some really big spots for this team. Um, yeah. Also some not so big spots. I guess uh, last night's game was sort of a clunker uh, when he hit that double and he was also facing a position player. Um, but there's something to be said for, you know, coming through when there's guys on base and Corbin Carroll has definitely done that so far. Uh, and he's not the only one. Again, we we don't just have Corbin Carroll now to be excited about being here because the Diamondbacks have so much stacked talent in their farm system that now we can start uh, coveting our next young king that's going to come up and be a part of this organization. And that would be Jordan Lawler, got his first home run tonight with the Sod Poodles. So it's exciting because as much as you get to kind of, you know, it's like it, it's almost like, uh, every few months is Christmas for the Diamondbacks instead of it just being once a year, right? Like you could be excited about a player coming up and a lot of organizations have that guy, right? But few organizations I feel like have the number of exciting young talent that are like right on the cusp of coming up that the Diamondbacks do and kind of like in this conga line and the, as they're dancing their way to the majors, right? Jordan Lawler, uh, again, another guy that we are very excited to see one day. Uh, and and not, not only him, right, but Ryan Nelson was outstanding last night for the Reno Aces, seven innings pitched, five hits, uh, zero earned runs, one run scored, a walk, and five Ks. So uh, there's there's a pitching prospect for you to get excited about as well. Yeah, the, the, the negative side of this sort of thing is that tomorrow, like we said earlier, is September 1st. Um, and it doesn't look like we're going to see Ryan Nelson or any of those other uh, bigger name prospects that we've been sure. talking about. So uh, not to be the not to be the the Debbie Downer here, but uh, um, based on based on some conversations I had today, my my current speculation, Derek, is that Kyle Nelson and Buddy Kennedy 
uh, will be the two guys brought up tomorrow as rosters Ooh. expand from 26 to 28. So okay. um, not not necessarily official. It, it's possible that that might not be the case, but I feel fairly confident in saying it's going to be those two guys, um, which is uh, on the grand scheme of things, you know, of all the things the Diamondbacks could have done on September 1st, maybe not the most exciting outcome to see two guys called up that we've already uh, had up here before. Um, but Kyle Nelson was certainly going to get brought back up the moment that yes, he was healthy, sure. which he now is. Um, and then Buddy Kennedy just makes more sense, frankly, than any of the outfield prospects, given the traffic jam the Diamondbacks already have out there. The fact that Buddy Kennedy can can play infield and give the D-backs a little more depth on the infield um, is probably a, a pretty big reason why he's he's uh, a good candidate to be called up tomorrow. Jesse has more information for you on this series, mostly on game one and Corbin Carroll shining in his debut uh, in what was honestly one of the best baseball games I've sat through. Probably like like that and Tyler Gilbert's no hitter are the two games in recent history that just kind of stuck out to me. And it's hard for games to stick out to me. I go to a lot of games and, and Jesse goes to all the games now, so he can attest to this as well. It's, it's hard because every night is kind of the same thing. And it's hard for certain nights to kind of stick out more than others. But there was some magic in the air that night. And uh, same yeah. thing with our description, our interview with Tyler Gilbert, everything that we had up, um, that wonderful video that you did over on our YouTube channel. So <laughs> make sure to sign up at gophnx.com. That way you can get all of Jesse's uh, amazing writing, not only Jesse, but Gerald, Owen, Craig Morgan. We have a wonderful staff over here. You shouldn't be missing out. So go get uh, a membership at gophnx.com get a month-to-month option you'll get your first month for just 50 cents you can get an annual option and you will get a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com i hate to tell you this i did not want to break this news this t-shirt not available um not available on uh, the phnx locker but all of our other wonderful shirts are so make sure to check out the phnxlocker.com uh if you're a member you will get discounts regularly over at the phnxlocker.com as well as members only access to our discord which let me tell you how important the discord is the discord got this show started early tonight shout out to chris uh in phoenix as well as our discord that both suggested why are we putting ourselves through this we want to hear jesse there were a few people there were a few people in the discord it was it was sort of a group effort I'm gonna can I I'm gonna get the real bat. Can I get the real because I have this I have this signed <laughs> Willie Bloomquist bat right here. And I really You're gonna do it with a signed bat? No, I won't do it with the signed bat. Fine. You never let me have any fun, Jesse. Uh but anyway. I mean I you can if your if your sign it's your That's signed bat, sign Derek. Bat. You That's you do with bat. it what you will. I, I good. I hope. Yeah, the audio peeps are gonna be horrified because I don't know what they heard. But I'm sure it was. Uh, uh, I'm sure it wasn't good. I'm sure it wasn't good. Not clean audio for sure. But um, you guys know what was happening. I was beating up my chair. Uh, you guys, we appreciate you being here uh, this late in YouTube here on PHNXD backs after dark. Uh, ooh, Derek Montia, Blood and Honey. I'd watch that. I would watch that. That <laughs> Winnie the Pooh movie looks terrible, but I can't wait to see it. Uh, again, if you're here, leave us a thumbs up. Sign up for uh, you know, subscribe to the channel hang out sign up for notifications that way you don't miss whenever we're doing shows like this at 10 25 after an 18 to 2 loss you can't miss this uh but yes uh <laughs> charles woodall pike said i'm gonna need a new office chair for more you're not wrong about that charles i'm gonna go for the labor day sale over at morefurniture.com 
excellent deals, excellent deals over there. But of course, uh, if you're listening to us and you had to listen to me do that to my chair, I first apologize and I ask you to subscribe to your favorite, uh, uh, to us on your favorite audio podcasting app. Leave us a five-star review. That way other people know that you like us. That's, that's what we were hoping for, right? At least you like Jesse. Um, you might not be a fan of me based on uh, my chair violence, but I get it. Uh, also, my bird violence. Wearing a shirt that says bird murderer, uh, fuck all birds, and revenge for Fabio with a picture of Randy Johnson on it. The bird, a skull for some reason. <sighs> someone's some, someone's going to get sued for this shirt, Jesse, but it's not me. I didn't make it. Uh, let's take a look <laughs> ahead at what the Arizona Diamondbacks have coming up on the calendar. Uh, things aren't things aren't good but you know how it goes the month of september is going to be a rough road for the d-backs uh yeah who cares about today's game no one cares about today's score we're just moving just we're in the words of toy lavola we're flushing this one jesse we're we're scrubbing we're flushing we're moving on a big four game series with the milwaukee brewers uh huge Uh, obviously you know some idiot today was talking about playoffs and uh you know Milwaukee Brewers uh, are one of the teams in front of them that they would have to leapfrog in order to get to one of those wild card spots. So it'll be very interesting to see how they rebound from this 18 to two loss, see how humiliated they are. Uh, and then they have the NL West, just a steady diet of that all month long. Um, seven games left against the Padres, seven games left against the Brewers. Uh, I think, what is it, three or six against the Rockies? I'm not sure, but they have the Rockies still on the schedule. Uh, with how the Rockies are playing, that's a welcome sight amongst all of these games against the Padres, Dodgers, and Giants. But again, they do have a chance here to gain some ground on the Padres. So, I mean, really, for the Diamondbacks, if if you want if you want to go this route, if you want to be an idiot like me and talk <laughs> about the playoffs, uh, the playoffs start in this series with the Brewers. To be honest, I did not call. Did I call Jacob an idiot? I don't know. I'm going to have to go back. I'm pretty it. confused by that comment, too. I, I don't really know where Jacob is getting this from. No, I was I was calling myself an idiot. Jacob is what I was calling. But um, a- anyway, play. maybe it's, it's the playoffs thing. It's because Jacob believes in the playoffs and I'm calling him an idiot for believing in the playoffs. Uh. <laughs> uh, you're not. You're not. I'm just saying that the playoffs do start for the Diamondbacks now. They have a very mm. tough schedule ahead. And if you want to even think that they have a chance to win the playoffs, they got to start doing some amazing things. And they have to start doing it now. Um, losing 18 yeah. to 2, that's not really great for a morale boost, but maybe it's the kick in the ass that they needed. Maybe use this as a uh, an opportunity to prove that you can't let your foot off the gas even for one game because this will happen. Obviously, the Phillies had a lot to be upset about. They were embarrassed in this series in the first two games, to be honest, especially being up 7 to nothing in game one and losing 13 to 7. So, I'm not surprised that they that that they beat the brakes off the Diamondbacks tonight and looked for anything that they could do do to really just try to rub salt in the in, in the open wound, right? But uh, Tyler heard in the comments says I'm just looking at, at getting to 500. 500 would be incredible, playoffs or not. Yeah, right? so it really would. I mean, that's a that's a great way to to take a look at things right now and and hope that the Diamondbacks can get close to that. Uh, just again finish the season strong and see what you can do to uh, kind of put last season behind us and distance ourselves as far away from 110 losses as we possibly can. Yeah. I think there's, there's been some, an adjustment in expectations here, right? It, it used to be 
let's just beat the Rockies. You know, let's just not finish in last place. That's what we were talking about for a while. The Diamondbacks were in last place. And then eventually the team overtook the Rockies. The D-backs moved into fourth place. The Rockies were in fifth. And the distance between those two teams grew. And then, you know, the goal for the season was like, okay, finish in third place then like see if you can find your way past the san francisco giants and the diamondbacks have found a way to do that now and the giants did lose earlier today so the d-backs still officially stand in in third place even despite the ugliness of this loss uh and so i think at this point derek maybe the maybe the next goal that the diamondbacks are chasing after is that 500 goal i, I think the playoffs is it's going to be tough. I mean, the Padres won today, so now they're 10 and a half games back. It, yeah. It's uh, it's not impossible, but it's, I don't think it's a realistic goal for them at this point. But getting to 500 is bullish, but, uh, but possible, right? I mean, the D-backs yeah. are seven games under 500, so can you find a way to finish the season? Uh, it'd be 20 and 13. Can you find a way to win 20 of your last 33 games? That's going to be hard against some pretty good teams, but I think it's I think it's achievable. I think it's at least something the team could pull off if they play really well down the stretch. And the Diamondbacks have already shown the ability so far this season to exceed the expectations that people put in front of them. So uh, from my standpoint, that's sort of the goal from here on out is, is trying to find a way to do that. I'm going to give you my goal. What's your goal? I want them to win the All-City Division. Throw Ooh. it up, Sean. Throw it up. Oh, I want them to overtake the Chicago White Sox. There's they're not that many games back from the White Sox. Uh two and a half games back from those Chicago White Sox. So I would love to see them win this. I believe the White Sox crew uh re- referred to this as as the mid division, uh mid-tier, <laughs> uh mid at best. Who's the most there's there's mid-team? nothing there's nothing mid about four below five hundred teams. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to be the most mid of the mid teams though. Jesse. Ah, I okay, be, the I noble goal. Least I want to be the least terrible team in our network, and that's I think that's an achievable goal as well. Who knows? I don't even think the White Sox are going to end up uh, over five hundred for the season, so we'll see what happens there. And uh, that's that's what I want. The Diamondbacks. I don't ask for much of you guys. I ask for you guys to bring back the ice cream in the press lounge. You said no. Um, <laughs> Who is you guys? Like, are we blaming our audience for that? <laughs> no, I'm saying the Diamondbacks. I asked the Diamondbacks. Jesse, I don't ask the Diamondbacks for much. I asked them to let me in the building. I asked them to let me have a press pass. Yes, a lot of these things are very big ass. I let I, I asked them to let me go talk to the players. That's something that I'm sure is questionable at best. But you know, I I just want I want them to help me beat the Chicago White Sox, the, the CHGO White Sox crew. That's that's what we need at this point. I feel like that's the direction fate is pointing us in. And yeah, like B says, that's all that matters. Uh, B's also made a great clerks reference, and I appreciated that, and I wanted to not let that slide without uh, giving you a little tip of the cap, sir. Uh, also, I want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, again, I talked about some of the options that you have on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and there's a great, uh, a, a great opt-in for the Bills Rams game where you can bet up to $250 on either team to go up by seven early. So all they have to do or not even early, it's just seven points at any time. So you win a money line bet. If either team, if the team you bet on goes up by seven, 
They could lose by fucking 18 to two. Doesn't matter. I mean, that's not the way it worked. They could lose 56 to seven. That's what, that's what this score felt like in this game. But uh, if they go up by seven at one point of the game, you win your bet. And again, that's a, it's a maximum bet up to $250. So uh, I'm taking, I'm taking the bills on that one for sure. And uh, I think that uh, Shonda Paz is going to agree with me on that one when it comes to uh, the Bills. They're going to be a very tough team to beat this season, and I think they might even handle the the Rams. But here's the nice thing is not only do you have the seven-point cushion, you still have the fact that if your team wins, you still win. So you win the bet if your team wins, right? They could win by one point, two points. They don't ever actually have to go up by seven. But it's a nice little option, and again – uh, these are things that aren't always around. So take advantage of them when the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, brings them brings them, and gives them give, gives you the option for that. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to our friends at Four Peaks for allowing us once again to record another last Wednesday episode from their location uh, over at the A Street Pub. Oh, I, I love Four Peaks. I'm, I'm getting over the loss with several. Uh, wow. I, Joy, but I try to reserve. The Joy Bus, Jesse, for wins because it's called Joy Bus. I try to get yeah, on the Joy Bus. Feel right. I'm sad. I feel like mm-hmm. I've been sad for way too long. I feel like this three-hour and 30-minute game or however fucking long it was, uh, just it made me sad. And I needed to take the Joy Bus out of that situation. But, of course, uh, you can enjoy the wonderful beers Four Peaks has to offer. And uh, a shout-out to our Toast of the Month sweepstakes winner. You can enter to win next month. Uh, of course, we offer you a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. So if you didn't win, go get down on that. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link below in the show notes and enter to win our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. Must be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy responsibly. And again, that's also not the only uh sweepstakes that we got going on we have our ogs flavoring live sweepstakes again congratulations to our winner drawn today and we are picking another winner next month who will receive three bags of ogs gummies including orange cream school and tropical flavors you do not um open shirt derek does not come with the deal uh, but you do get that hat in the picture a phnx shirt of your choice and a phnx annual membership so sign up at gophnx.com for all that stuff click the link below in our show notes Go check out our friends at OGs online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands. If you need to know how to take edibles in conjunction with sporting events, hit me up. I will be your Sherpa for that. Uh, and you can find their their products at your local dispenser if you didn't win. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. And again, if you can't find them near you, uh, check out ogsbrands.com where you will be able to locate your nearest dispensary that sells Arizona's top-selling edible. Uh, Jesse, that's not, that's not the only thing I got for you. Uh, I got an office update. Uh, we, we, we announced it, I think today, a little today, but, uh, on our actual anniversary on what is it? September 9th, I believe is when we're going to be launching from the office. I've been, I've been a busy little elf, uh, at the office. I've been putting together furniture. I've been cobbling shoes. Uh, I've been making, you know, little Narnia doors that only I know about where all the booze is going to be kept. It's going to be a magical place. I can't wait for everybody to see. And of course, shout out to our friends, more furniture. Who's going to hopefully hook me up with a new office chair because this one's, I don't know. This one's damaged for some reason, Jesse, but um, <laughs> of course you can go to more furniture and uh, get down on the uh, Labor Day sale uh, where you will get the finest deals that more has to offer over at more And thank you to more for hooking up our office. 
I, I, like, I, I can't really talk about it because I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but uh, it's it's such a cool place. And Saul won't let me nap there yet. Like I go there and I try to take a nap, Jesse, and he comes over and hits me with a stick and makes me get up and make more Ikea furniture that I have to build. Uh, that's why more furniture is better, by the way. It comes fully assembled by people. It's crazy. It's a crazy concept, but I didn't have to assemble a single piece of more furniture. So thank you to them for that as well. Uh, we thank you guys for joining us here in the comments and on the show and for being Arizona Diamondbacks fans. Uh, we hope we help you uh enjoy this team during the good times and days like today so you can follow <laughs> us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and friedman our show is at phnx underscore uh dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook uh no show tomorrow this is our final show of the week so make sure to join us on sunday uh where we will be recapping uh not eh, not recapping, but I guess uh, Sunday would be normally when we do uh, our series uh, finale, Jesse, and that's a little bit weird this week, right? We don't do we have a series finale on uh, on Sunday, or does it carry over to Monday? Yeah, yeah, oh, no, we Sunday. do, we do. Look, yeah, look. it's a weird. It's a four game series. It starts on Thursday and that's ends on Sunday, so it um, is a little weird. I'm very tired. I was at a concert last night with uh, the the young people, Jesse. My ears are still ringing. I can't hear anything. I'm miserable. <laughs> I didn't get any sleep. Uh, I barely made it over to our friends at Four Peaks today. So excuse me for having one foot off uh, the merry-go-round, folks. But of course, uh, we thank you guys so much uh, for joining us. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. We'll see you on Sunday. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you don't get outscored by 16 runs. <laughs>